0: And again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Blue Lorette. <laughs> Hi. Uh, how do we know each other?
1: Uh, Mike. Open mic, Yeah, we yeah. met. You came one day and then we just <laughs> started talking.
0: Yeah. I think, well, at the start of this year, I was like, I'm going to go a little bit more on trying to perform a lot more. So I just like looked up open mics in OKC mm. and that was one of them. And I tried like a few other ones, but like that one is the one that has, like, stuck with me because it's the coolest. Yeah, it's very (laughs) homey. Everyone's super weird and nice and accepting, so it's a good place. Also, I, like, I knew Mars, actually, beforehand. Yeah, same here. That's who invited (laughs) me originally. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Who are you? What do you do?
1: (laughs) Um, I'm blue. I'm a photographer. Basically, all I do, um, constantly at shows, taking photos or doing portraits or just... Out and about with friends, I go to a lot of mics, Mm. way too many mics, um, (laughs) and comedy shows those are fun. Uh, Yeah, I kind of just do my own thing, explore, adventure.
0: (laughs) Um, Why photography?
1: (laughs) Um, Ever since I was little, I've always kind of had a camera in my hands, Mm. and it was always just a really good way of self-expression for me. Mm -hmm. And I started in video, and then it kind of slowly progressed to photography, and then I don't know people started paying me for it and I was like wow like I like this I'm not terrible at it like let's (laughs) keep doing it and um it just really stuck and it's like all I really care about really do now yeah but (laughs)
0: um what makes photography I guess important to you as opposed to like if you could be doing music or like performing or whatever it is like else that is an art form
1: (laughs) um I think it's really rewarding like to have a vision and then kind of put work towards it and try to figure out hey how am I going to make this happen or how make this look like this Mm -hmm. and putting your best efforts up front to like kind of create whatever that is and that's just super rewarding it's super good to be like hey like I did this (laughs) um so for me it's like I guess the process of it that makes it so special Mm -hmm. to have that final product that like you wanted or you work so hard just to see like what's in your head right in front of you.
0: Yeah. Um so I guess so normally I have a lot of musicians on the podcast. So it's a little bit different. But like, <laughs> do you have like photography influences?
1: Uh there's a girl named K Dog on Instagram and she's mm-hmm. like, she does a lot of band photography. She has like a lot of colors and she's just wonderful and great and she really inspired me. Um there is great people they're also on instagram they do like a lot of adult colors fashion cool. photography and they're mm-hmm. super super cool not so much my style but they're really good to look at and that kind of maybe you want to yeah, yeah take more photos and
0: yeah yeah um is there like like a fan thing like again <laughs> like i have the context of music but like it seems that instagram has its own sort of fandom if you will like Mm. people with millions of followers that take pictures yeah um how does that work (laughs) uh
1: it's all about networking get yourself out there uh Mm. but instagram isn't the best for photographers despite it being for photos just because like the algorithm and then like they compress like every photo like ever and that's super annoying as a photographer to like work (laughs) super hard to get sharp shots and then that happens uh but It's a profession, it's a hobby, it's just, I see it really common nowadays, like everyone Mm kind of is like, oh, I'm a photographer, I can take photos, or I have a camera, so it's like, I feel like on Instagram, or things that you can like post photos like that, they thrive really good, because it's like, it's just a form of self-expression, and people just like expressing themselves.
0: Yeah. Um, where do you want to be as a photographer in the future, or are you kind of already there? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um... I always thought I wanted a studio, but now more that I do it, I kind of realize I want to do um, advertising. So like when you go to like the store like Target for example, and you see yeah, yeah. a model wearing like a dress, I want to take photos of that. I yeah, think yeah. super cool.
0: <laughs> How is that different from doing a studio?
1: Um, Not really much different at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like studio work. it's fun I find it easier, but it's relatively the same, whether it's for like personal use or for promotional use.
0: Yeah. And then what's, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, once you got into photography and you go, oh, I need to understand all of this nonsense, <laughs> like, what's what's the depth in there that people don't really know about?
1: Uh, for a long time, I didn't know manual settings wasn't a thing. Sure. Where you have to actually, like, adjust your camera to whatever... You're shooting, mm. and uh, that was really, really hard to learn. It's something I'm constantly still learning about. That's yeah. just tough. Uh, I feel like if you have that nailed down, then you can pretty much do photography, yeah. honestly. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot to it that people don't really think that mainly mm. has to do with manual settings or uh, lighting or times to shoot in the day, what to shoot, what angles to shoot. Like yeah. A lot of people just don't really think about it until you do it consistently. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, and then it just clicks. hmm
0: And then there's also a part of, um, I mean, you tend to shoot people Mm -hmm. and that's very different from like doing landscapes or architecture Mm -hmm. or macros or whatever. So what changes for you being a photographer of humans? (laughs)
1: Like, what do you mean? Like,
0: what are skills that are necessary? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um,
1: your client or your model's comfort is, like, top priority. You want yeah. them to feel comfortable because if they aren't, that shows through photos. So something that I always, like, recommend people just have a playlist and just kind of play music. It always, like, helps everyone get loose. Yeah. Uh, but with that, you have to focus. You are you primarily want to focus on eyes because mm-hmm. that really speaks a lot in a photo. So work on, like, posture. Uh, their facial expressions, mm-hmm. angle them good. Like, you want it to look flattering. You want it to, like, if you want the photo to have emotion or not, it depends on how you model them and pose them. Yeah. Um, but it is harder to do work with models rather than, like, say, uh, advertising or promo type of photography. Just because, mm-hmm. like, if it's a product, it's a lot easier. You don't have to, like, worry about, hey, you have to look like this or yeah, do this yeah. thing. So it is harder, but I f- think it's a lot funner. You get to yeah. like, connect with people, and
0: it's super good. Mm-hmm. And then you also spend a lot of time on the other side of the camera and Mm you tend to do a lot of your self portraits. How do you, I mean, one, how do you take the pictures because (laughs) you're not Mm. holding it? Uh, (laughs) um, But then uh, how, what skills are necessary to being a model?
1: Ooh, okay. Being a model (laughs) is like, I feel like there's no right way of doing it. It's Mm -hmm. just whatever you're comfortable with. It's, a lot harder, I find, mm-hmm. than being behind the camera, but it, I don't know, it, it's fun. It's just, how do I, I don't know how to put it in words, but when I do, like, self-portraits, for example, mm-hmm. um, I'm lucky because I have Wi-Fi on my camera, so sure. I have an app, so I can see myself through my app. Oh, cool. But yeah. before that, I had to, like, just do a self-timer and then hurry and run in place yeah. and just hope it was focused <laughs> on me, hope the lighting was okay, and yeah. it was, like, a trial and error, and it took me hours and hours for each shoot. Mm-hmm. Um so that's super helpful that I do have Wi-Fi that I'm like, that's yeah. accessible for me. But um, I don't know. It's a lot easier to do them by myself compared to someone else taking it because I yeah. know what I like. And I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I've been doing modeling recently for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of terrifying because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the photographer has their own vision. So you kind of want to do what they want you to yeah, do. Yeah. And like that's so scary. So <laughs> I just prefer taking the photos. But it's it's good to model every now and then.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. And then, I guess, how do you make all this stuff happen? Like, you're also doing a lot of makeup, a lot of, Mm -hmm. like, paint, a lot of setup and making the room happen. How?
1: (laughs) It's a lot of prep work and planning. (laughs) I have to think about, um, I typically start with makeup and then work with hair and then set up lights and then Mm -hmm. backdrops, test shots. It's a long process, but you have to kind of, like, write everything out or just like really know like what you're doing because if not, you're going to spend hours and <laughs> it'd be for nothing.
0: Yeah. And then editing. How much, <laughs> how much time uh, to spend editing?
1: <laughs> it depends. For band photos, it could take me like four hours on one image or if it's Dang. like a self-portrait, I could spend like 10 minutes if sure. I want. Like it just really <laughs> depends what you're working with but editing is the worst part.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then you're also doing like there's also a separate skill in shooting people on stage. Mm-hmm. So what is what does that mean? What does that change for you as a photographer?
1: Uh, it's a lot harder to do because typically it's like a darker setting. So I have to have um, like a low f-stop. And I only have one lens that's actually capable of capturing photos in a darker area like mm. that. So I'm constantly using And it's not really a good lens to use for that. It's a portrait <laughs> lens. But it's like – so it's not, it's not good for what I use it for. Sure. But um, – It just, it all goes with, like, you knowing your lighting and, like, if your equipment can handle said lighting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Physics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, I guess I'll touch on it, too. Uh, You put some risky stuff out there Uh of yourself. Uh, And, I mean, you also talk a lot about how, like, you want to feel comfortable with yourself and mm. whenever you do, you actually do feel comfortable posting these images of yourself. Mm. Uh, so what goes into that and how do you, I guess, get over the fact that, hey, you are kind of posting <laughs> yourself in your yeah. underwear or
1: whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I had really bad body images, like issues with myself. I didn't mm. wear shorts for the first time until I was like 14 and I just did not – like how I looked and it like led me to a lot of destructive things. And I did a lot of things I shouldn't have done, um, that was not good for my health or just for myself in general. Like just, Mm -hmm. it was bad and things I like regret and shouldn't have done. So now I'm comfortable in my skin and I want to embrace that. And I know how it is to kind of hate yourself for how you look. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like, for me, I want other people to be like, Hey, it's okay. Like, it's fine. If I look like this, it's fine if I do this. And not only that, but, uh, photography and art like nudity and that I always find it like I think it's beautiful like mm-hmm. I don't really view the body as sexual I think it's just beautiful yeah, yeah. so recently I posted a photo where I'm like completely nude and like sure. some people were like oh okay and made kind of nasty remarks and it's like <laughs> what what do you expect like sure. it happens but to me it's more empowering than anything it's just mm-hmm. I don't know it I was people were like aren't you worried about future employers like seeing that and be like hey no you can't work here because like You know, you have this on the internet Mm -hmm. forever, but for me, it's more of just, hey, we all have a body, this is mine, (laughs) this is it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I mean, you're also, like, since you are a model and photographer, you've got the, this is a part of it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Guys are dicks. How do you, like... (laughs) (laughs) uh obviously like every woman that posts anything remotely womanly on the internet mm-hmm. gets a tidal wave of <laughs> yeah shit uh <laughs> uh please speak to give some perspective to that cuz i am a dude and i don't <laughs> get that
1: um <laughs> When I post a lot of photos like that, I typically get messages of guys either sending me inappropriate photos of themselves that I did not ask for or mm-hmm. of them if a lot of people be like, "Oh, well I do this type of photography, I do like nudity, like for photographers or whatever. And like, can you send me more pictures? Mm-hmm. And like, they keep urging, like, no, like I want fully nude ones. Or I had one guy message me and was just like, cause I posted the censored version. I had one with my uh, my chest out, but mm-hmm. I censored it on Instagram, but not sure. on Twitter. Right. And some guy was like, oh, like I want the non-censored version. And I was like, well, why? And he was saying, well, I think it's like, it's beautiful or whatever. And like anyone who like tells you you have to censor it, like they're wrong. And like just had this long message that just made me feel kind of creepy and I'm like just say you want to see my boobs like it's fine (laughs) um and like so I get a lot of that or people just pretending to be like something else to see more Mm. and I think it's a lot like people know I'm comfortable with my body and myself so Mm. they're like oh well she's probably more willing to show this but like it's not about that like it's not sexual Mm. at all for me I don't want other people to think it's sexual but you definitely do get some comments of people saying some like nasty things or like requests but like that's that's just life.
0: Like you just got to block him. <laughs> move on. Well, I mean, that's a very, like, because not a lot of people can handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess, like, I do want to know how everyone does handle that because, yeah, guys don't know the extent to which, mm-hmm. or a lot of people don't know the extent to which people are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it all. I also see it happening with like women too. Like women also attack you for being mm-hmm. like free about. Yeah,
1: it. <laughs> yeah. I do get it too. I get uh, slut chains and stuff a lot for mm. photos I post, and like it's. <sighs> Some people, I think, like, they would assume, like, it's sad because it's, like, oh, well, like, women should support women. But to me, it's, like, if you don't like seeing that, then, like, it's okay. Like, just don't look at my stuff. Like, sure. we could just respect each other. Like, we could have different beliefs. We could just respect mm-hmm. each other. Um, some people feel like they have to put their comment in, their input in. Right. Especially when it's, like, someone posting their body. Like, that's very vulnerable. That's very scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, so for someone to make a comment about that um, is kind of crappy. <laughs> but... I don't know. Some people take it differently than others. It was something that I struggled with for a, a long time. Mm. Um, and I just had to learn, like, hey, people are going to say something about me no matter what I do, no matter yeah. what I post, whether I'm naked or not on the Internet. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to do what I want and do what I like. Yeah. But, yeah, people can suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what's a hurdle in photography that you've gotten over in the past that you never really thought that you would? And then what's something that you're still kind of working on? getting better at now
1: um I had I have a lot of my photos being copied <laughs> yeah uh and that's really hard because it's when you put so much of yourself into something and you care mm-hmm. about it and you're proud of it and then have someone copy it and then be like this is mine like so forth and so on that's kind of like oh okay like that sucks mm-hmm. like I don't really care about this piece of work that I just spend hours on anymore because it just kind of ruins it um which People typically have, like, the same concept. Things can always look the same. Sure. Um, But I've had a lot of my work directly, like, side-by-side copied. Mm-hmm. And that's very frustrating because it's, like, I put so much of myself into my work. Yeah. To have that done, it's, like, that's a constant struggle that I'm constantly dealing with, with this mm-hmm. just one particular person. And it's, like, ah, oh, that's that's the worst. Uh yeah, That's definitely a hurdle I've that I'm still trying threads. to get over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... I don't know. We'll get over it eventually. Hopefully, (laughs) I don't know.
0: Um, and then well, and then what's something that you have? Like, yes, I have mastered (laughs) the aperture, and I know exactly how to (laughs) do (laughs) that.
1: Um, I feel like it's always a learning process. Mm -hmm. Like, I have sets that I do now that I just don't release. I'm like, well, this sucks. I don't like it. Like, Mm because I feel like I'm capable of doing better. So it's like I don't really think. I have anything where I'm set, like, oh yeah, I'm like, sure, sure. like, I'm like, I can do this. I, I have belief in myself that I can make this look good, mm-hmm. but you just, it's always a good gamble. Like you never know how something's going to turn out. So yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing I'm like fully on like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm the best at this. Or I'm like, um, self portraits are my thing. Those are the only things I'm kind of like, oh yeah, like I could, you know, I can make something out of anything with this. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like it's just all a gamble. I'm just hoping that like, Hey, hopefully this doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um something else about visual art specifically too is that um it's so fast Mm -hmm. like everything is contained in this one instant but then also people receive it in an instant Mm -hmm. Uh, as opposed to music like takes time to like consume and you know take it in so Mm -hmm. How do you work with that sort of instant uh, gratification? I don't think gratification is really But like <laughs> that instant reception as opposed to uh, getting to experience something over time.
1: Um, it's – I guess it's good because I don't have to wait for like immediate response on my work or whatever sure. I post. Um it is like a, yeah, you do directly get it once you release whatever you post. And, like, that's really cool. I never really thought about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that makes sense. I feel like music is something that you have to, like, kind of take time to, like, really appreciate it and really listen to everything mm-hmm. going on to a song or into an album. Um, where photography is kind of just like, hey, this is what this is. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is different things. But, like, yeah they are comparable. But I don't know. I never really thought about that. Sure. So I'm not really <laughs> fully sure how to
0: answer that. That's okay. okay. um. <laughs> um. And then, again, more of a music-related question, but like, is there, <laughs> is there such a thing as selling out?
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think with anything and everything, people mm. definitely will sell out.
0: <laughs> yeah. How does that work with photography?
1: Um, Using people to get a higher step to work with bigger people. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much just, yeah, using people in the industry to get – better jobs or have your stuff seen out more or just shady methods of trying to (laughs) expose yourself I guess
0: yeah um and there is kind of a a level of uh or it's sort of blurrier with art and like marketing and Mm -hmm. products so like at what level of that gradient are you in art versus product
1: <laughs> majority of it is art i do a lot of my shoots for free and a lot of my shoots that i post are mm-hmm. myself so it's more of just art or it's just like a form of self-expression or fun um mm-hmm. when it's product that's like a whole like that's that's stressful because i'm like True. i have to make sure like my clients like this and that's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game um i'm good at i think separating the two although most people don't separate the two yeah. but for me one's for fun and one's like professional so i'm like i have to get like this has to yeah, look good yeah, yeah. you know so it's a lot more <laughs> pressure mm-hmm.
0: um do you separate art from the artist
1: Ooh, kind of <laughs> um it depends I like a lot of famous artists i don't really ever concern myself with them. i never really like look into like who they were or what they sure. did um i probably should yeah so yeah. i guess <laughs> in a sense yeah i really do separate um but when smaller uh, artists, I typically am like, well, you did this thing. So, like, I'm not going to, like, like your photo. Even if I like it, I'm not going to, like, physically like it on, like, social yeah, yeah. media, which I guess is kind of petty. But mm-hmm. I try to separate. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for photographers starting out?
1: Ooh. um, Whenever you see a subject, try to think of how everyone's taking that photo and then do it differently. Mm -hmm. Focus on lighting, colors, uh, focus on what you want to do, what you want to create, what you want people to think or feel whenever they see this photo. Um, Lighting's also everything. Like without Mm -hmm. that, like that's, you can make a good photo if you have good lighting, easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Just don't take yourself too seriously, Mm -hmm. have fun with it. You know, remember why you did this. It's a hobby. It's good. You feel good about it. It's yeah. fun to create. When it becomes a money thing, then you're kind of like losing yourself with it and you don't want to do that. Um, but just go out, take photos, have a good time. Whenever like you have any free time, go to the city, go to the town, whatever you're wherever you're at and just take photos, go home. You can delete mm-hmm. them if you want. It's just practice. Like practice makes perfect with everything. And I don't yeah. think people really realize that for photography, but just keep going out and doing what you love and you'll get there. Yeah.
0: Um, what, what stuff like pisses you off whenever you're doing a shoot? It's like, I hate these <laughs> stupid like industrial lights or. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> there's
1: like poles in the way or like things in the background. It's like, I hate Photoshop. If I cannot Photoshop anything, I'm, I don't want to deal with it. I hate Photoshop. <laughs> uh, things are constant in the way. If you're doing like street photography and there's people walking that you don't want them in there, mm-hmm. have to take them out. That takes forever. Uh, <laughs> There's so many things with that, that are so frustrating. My light does my 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 light equipment like they're different wattages. Both my bulbs are mm-hmm. so like they just look not good together. Mm-hmm. And one's kind of yellow tone and one's kind of blue tone. Mm-hmm. That's very stressful because I have to try to even that out.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it just doesn't look too good always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much anything can go wrong, anything, and that's mm-hmm. scary. One of my last shoots that I did, my camera actually went underwater, and I was oh, like, wow. that was stressful. So everything you do, you have to be careful. But it's also like. There's yeah. there's so much or so much that could go
0: wrong that you're just like, oh no, sucks. Um uh, and then what stuff in a shoot makes you excited? You're like, oh yes, this is perfect. I don't even have to do anything. Like, when you get like the right filter over a photo,
1: that's super exciting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this looks so cool. I like this. It really ties a photo together. Mm-hmm. Uh posing sometimes like if I like take photos or whatever myself and I see it on my camera I'm like oh like I love the way that looks I can't wait to go home and edit that and like, have that posted mm-hmm. um I don't know it's just when you see something that you do like like if it's like this is kind of like the image I wanted to portray seeing mm-hmm. that or working with that that's always really rewarding and I get really excited about that like I can turn yeah. into a big kid or if I go like out sometimes like people get so mad at me if I go out somewhere and like the sun's hitting like the certain spot a right way or there's like these this pretty field yeah. of flowers. I like lose my mind. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is perfect. If you get from this angle and you have someone wearing this outfit and you do this. And like, I like, lose, I do it all the time. People get yeah, so yeah. mad about it, but it's great. Uh, I just love what I do. So yeah, I guess it's like really the key of that. You gotta love what you do, but it's, I don't know for the most part, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm.
0: How does social media affect the art? <laughs> Uh, like, I mean, I don't know how, if you've been a photographer without social media, so, but like, how does mm-hmm. that affect what you're doing?
1: Uh, a lot of people are subconsciously influenced by other artists, mm-hmm. which is okay. It's good. We all get inspired by other people, mm-hmm. um, which can cause like a lot of copying, which again, that's not always intentional. That sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, or people kind of I guess in a way like back to the sellout thing can try to sell themselves out on social Mm -hmm. media with not so much promotional work like they like pay to get their photos out but using people in the industry to kind of be like hey my page get my page or whatever um (laughs) or I don't know I think it's more of like subconsciously copying other people's stuff but it's also I think a good thing at the same time because it's like I like to post my stuff. I post a lot of my stuff on Twitter and it like, Mm. it's fun because I get really inspired by seeing other people's stuff. And then people like sometimes can get inspired by my stuff. So I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know.
0: I mean, does kind of everything have to live through social media?
1: (laughs) Uh, no. And yes. (laughs) Um, I feel like if you really want to be a photographer, you kind of have to have social media because yeah. otherwise people aren't going to see your stuff or, you know, you say, oh, I have a camera. You know, some people have cameras. You have to, like, yeah. actually see the work there. Um, so I think yeah. if you really want to take photography serious or really any, like, if you do video or things like that, if you want to take it serious, I feel like you kind of have to have some form of social media yeah, uh, just to kind of get your stuff out there. If not, you're not going to get hired.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Since there's no good transition (laughs) into it. Uh, What is the role of spirituality or religion in your life?
1: Well, I've kind of switched around for a long time. I was agnostic for a few years. I was Catholic. Uh, I went to a lot of Baptist church. I just jumped around a lot, and Mm -hmm. it's just something that never really – things never really clicked with me. I've always kind of been more agnostic where I was like, I have my own beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more spiritual, Mm -hmm. but – I still go to church almost every Sunday, which I guess is kind of ironic cause I don't really believe anything they ever say in there. Mm. But uh, I have a good connection, I guess, like with myself and like with people around me. So to me, yeah. that's good enough than having a, a relationship with God. That was just something that never really interested me. But I see why mm-hmm. people do it. Like, I think it's a good thing. I just it's just not for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, why do you go to church?
1: My family goes, and it's, like, it's really nice. It's been time with them. And, like, sometimes I do go, and, like, they say, like, a really nice message, and I just cry, and, like, I don't believe Mm -hmm. everything they say, or I don't Mm -hmm. feel everything they say, but it still gets me thinking about my life and things I need to change, and things I I should do to improve,
0: you know. What is your definition of God?
1: Uh, A higher being that, I guess, wants everyone to be the best versions of themselves. Mm. Um, I think... In that stance, it's a good thing, but I feel like people put a lot of pressure on themselves or they have hatred come from it where they're like, well, you're supposed to be like this. And it like, I don't like you now because of that. And that's like something I don't like about religion. But I feel like overall, the concept of it is being the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's like what God wants you to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to reframe this question. That's not a <laughs> yes or no, but is free will an illusion? Or even just free will, question mark? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think free will is just free will. I don't know how else to express that, but I think everyone does have their own okay. chance or <laughs> option to make whatever choice they want.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you determine what good behavior is?
1: Uh, if it makes you feel nice, it makes someone else feel nice. Um, when you're putting other people before yourself, which it's good to be selfish sometimes, but it's also, if you're empathetic, uh, you sympathize mm-hmm. with other people, I think that's good. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that doesn't sound wrong to me. <laughs> um, how do we reduce the division that, uh, I guess, both politically, but also in general, that has sort of become more prevalent in our society?
1: Okay, that's a scary topic, because people, (laughs) when they disagree, they typically go at each other's throats, which isn't a very um, productive (laughs) form of communicating. But I think everyone needs to Educate themselves or try to, like, listen. Everyone just needs to listen. Like, if you hear someone else's opinion, it might shift your own. Just, mm. It's easier just to listen to someone than fight at them for not believing what you believe. Right. Um, I think that's a lot of the issue that we have in society. People just, this is my opinion and it's right because it's mine. <laughs> and that's not a good way to go. I, you mm. know, people just don't care to sit down and talk to one another anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what makes you optimistic for our future?
1: uh there's still good people out there <laughs> um, <laughs> uh people again like putting themselves first if i see people like donating for someone outside the road that's like hey i need money i need food or whatever and you doing your part to kind of like help with that or you just mm. putting an effort out a genuine effort out overall just try to make the world better like I don't know, people recycle. I'm like, you're a good person. Because like I don't know, it's just things like that. Like, it just it's just good things to help out those around you in the world. And mm. does that answer yeah. that? No, I don't yeah. know.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, well, what makes that hard to answer? We know the obvious reasons, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> like what do you what do you be well I'm like confused. it's
0: like, oh, I don't need I don't I'm not optimistic about the future or whatever. Like
1: <laughs> I <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I'm not. Mm. Um, I think people aren't really. I don't know. I'm very climate change. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, a, that's yeah. that's huge. That's that's yeah. real. Like, people get freaked out <laughs> by that, and I'm like, and that sense, I don't have any hope. <laughs> like <laughs> I think we're all screwed. Uh, but people being people, we're decent. I feel like we're kind of <laughs> steering away. So I I have both hope and not hope. I want to be optimistic, and mm. I feel like a lot of people are not so much optimistic or pessimistic they're kind of just like here they're like they don't really have an opinion they don't really think about it they're kind of just like living now
0: mm-hmm. yeah that- <laughs> um this is actually a question that should have been on the podcast a long time ago but do you believe <laughs> people are inherently good or bad or neutral
1: <laughs> to an extent um i feel like you definitely are influenced by who raised you what you're around um think everyone is no matter what it is so if you're around people who view I guess like say drugs they're like oh I love drugs drugs are cool drugs are great (laughs) you're more liable to try them or to enjoy them where I also feel like you can be aware of your own decisions like as you get older you can like kind of venture off and make those yourself so yes and no I feel like it's a learned behaviors as well as like some things can be inherent but you can get out of those like yeah. You can train yourself out of those, if you will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what makes you happy?
1: Uh, photography, family, <laughs> friends. Just, yeah. you know, the usual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, What advice do you have for people in general?
1: <laughs> if people want to criticize or judge you, then they're not really relevant to your life. Use what they say to impact you, to create... Something better for yourself, better for your mm-hmm. life. Set more goals. Um, don't procrastinate. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be the downfall <laughs> for everyone. Just don't procrastinate. Uh, easier said than done, but don't. Life's life's short. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to enjoy it. You don't want to look back and be like, "Wow, I regret this or I should have did this." Just take chances. Like, if there's a girl that you like. Go for it. You're just going to reject yourself. You don't say, hey, <laughs> if there is a skill that you're like, I want to do this, but I don't have time or like you want to learn a different language, just just do it. Like, yeah. why not? Just do it. Um, so really live your life to the fullest, which is I know is so cliche and everyone says that. But <laughs> seriously, you just kind of there's something that you don't like about yourself or about your life, then go out and change it and make it better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just my general advice.
0: Yeah. Um, cake or pie. Cake, all the
1: way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all the way.
0: I haven't had that many, like, resounding cakes. Uh, <laughs> wait, what is what is b- the best cake, then?
1: <laughs> ooh, I really like strawberry cake with... Ooh, or any kind of lemon cake. Ooh, lemon. <laughs> lemon anything is just superior. It's above everything else. So good. I don't know. I've never been really big on pies. So I don't really care That's for... I don't know. But, like, any <laughs> cake really is good. But mm. preferably chocolate or strawberry. Or lemon, obviously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why do you hang around like performances and like creative people as opposed to like the business types? Because you could also just do like photography as a business or Mm -hmm. whatever. So why more on the creative side, I guess.
1: (laughs) There was a time where I started doing it where I was thinking about money and I just didn't want it to be like that because it's always been a self-expression or a creative outlet for me. And I feel like Mm -hmm. being around other people who appreciate an art form as it is and just doing it to, emotions or stress and just enjoy it they're doing it just to simply enjoy it because they love it mm. um i feel like it's nicer being around people like that because it's yeah. like we have we both love this thing mm. we could bond over this thing yeah. and we both do it because we care about it. we love it like we don't you know we don't really have i don't know how to put into words but it's more relatable i guess to work with people like that where it's yeah, professional yeah. it's scarier um, it's good because you get money, but mm-hmm. it's not always about money. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, where do you see the Oklahoma art scene going?
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's growing. I think it's <laughs> wonderful. Like, I, f- I always see art shows and art festivals. And I think that's like a beautiful thing. People are just, I feel, like, I feel like it inspires a lot of people to create more. So I mm-hmm. think it's great here. I love art and music here. It's. I feel like it's huge.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it's sort of been a, oh, I'm just going to turn this into the conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, right. it's sort of been a, <laughs> a, a thing with the music scene, uh, and kind of extends a little bit more to like the comedy and arts and stuff. But like, it feels like the Oklahoma creative scene is, sort of only being fueled by other creatives. Mm -hmm. And I think the hard part of what is making it like not get off the ground Mm -hmm. is that, uh, we're the only ones helping each other. Whereas like the market isn't spreading out and being like, you know, there's not some, some guy that gets off work at Chesapeake or something. It's like, I'm going to go see a show tonight or I'm going to go see some stand up or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, It's hard to see, I guess, like, where it can go. Like, I know that there are creatives here. Mm -hmm. But it seems like we're just kind of, yep, we have the thing. (laughs) It's great, Mm. but, like, no one's seeing it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I think artists definitely support other artists. Other people just don't really think about it. They're just busy with their own life. But, yeah, I definitely
0: agree with that (laughs) um because like other places do have like i mean austin uh new york seattle la i don't know so much about san francisco um but like those are places where like the culture of the city is sort of surrounded by art mm-hmm. rather than just like, Oh, like again, in Oklahoma, it, it feels like there is no art scene mm. quote unquote to like everyone else or like normies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like people don't really, there's a, we have a lot of festivals, a lot of art things or a lot of, yeah, there's yeah. so many shows, so many like local shows, mm-hmm. uh, comedy shows. I go to like four a week. They're, they're everywhere. You're right. Um, yeah, I feel like it is something that you kind of have to look for if you want to do it, but like with bigger cities, you know, there's like murals and stuff and that kind of like forces people or it's like, Hey, like look at this thing. And I guess that gets more people more involved, but Mm -hmm. I mean, Oklahoma city could do better with that. But like how you said it, it really is like artists kind of supporting artists. Um, so we understand the struggle, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know. I think the only way to kind of make that better or get it more known is just advertising it or yeah, getting it out. I don't know, like speaking about it, talking about it, posting about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people don't really pay attention.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it, it could also be just that like the circles don't really overlap mm-hmm. as much, and so yeah, it's for sure. Like, you know, all the all the comedians and all the musicians have like you yeah,
1: know, their own thing. crummy
0: day lo- crummy day jobs. That they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we just do this, but then, like, this is my whole thing. Yeah. As opposed to, like, I don't know. I don't know if the mayor of Oklahoma City <laughs> could name, you know, 10 local bands or mm-hmm. whatever, or comedians or whatever it might be. Even though, like, that's part of the thing that represents yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it just all goes in with how much you involve yourself with the mm-hmm. community.
0: <laughs> um, where would you see it going, I guess?
1: <laughs> um, I want to say I see it growing and getting bigger and more out there just because I'm hopeful of that. <laughs> uh, I want people to, I want people of all forms, like all like different, whatever, no matter what you do, no matter what you like. Uh, I want people to appreciate art more because I feel like it's every. there's art in everything mm. and like that's just beautiful to me and like I feel like I don't know. I want people to, to go to shows more or mm. to our galleries or get more involved with that. So I'm just hopeful that they would. But I don't really know how else you could do that without being like, do this or force people, like, go to this <laughs> thing. Um, if it's free, people are typically more liable to go as well, which is, you know. But it kind of sucks because like, that kind of puts yeah. artists or musicians and <laughs> it puts them at kind of like a, oh, well, I'm not getting paid for this, which makes you not want to do it as much or try as hard. So I don't know. It's like a win-lose battle, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, how do you get involved in the community?
1: Look in what needs to be done. Like, Mm. I don't know. I know that doesn't probably make sense. But if you have to, if you want to help or you want to get involved, you have to Mm -hmm. involve yourself. You have to, like, look up when's this thing happening? Does someone need, like, like, if there's, like, a charity work thing, like, i need to know when it's going on what's going on Mm. It goes like with really anything you have to just involve yourself and like try to find it rather than letting it find you because if that's the case you're never gonna Mm. yeah you're never really gonna find anything
0: (laughs) um just because i'm curious can you explain some of your tattoos (laughs) yeah
1: um okay which do you have a preference on which one
0: uh, what's this dude on the bike here? <laughs> okay,
1: so this so is my little fish on the bike. His name's Jared. Uh, my dad's a fisherman, so okay. I originally wanted to get a fish because of him. And then my brother taught me how to ride a bike, so I was like, it fits. But there's also a um a saying that's uh I messed it up last time I said it, so I don't want to mess it up again. <laughs> um, a man with a woman without a man is like a fish without a bike or something like relatively around the lines of that, which basically is, like, you don't really need a man. Mm-hmm. And so the tattoo of me represents the only man that I really need in my life is my dad and mm. my brother, and, like, no one else is as much relevant because I had, like, this really toxic thing where it's, like, I always felt like I had to be with someone mm-hmm. to, like, kind of validate myself, if sure. you will. So the tattoo is kind of, like, being it, – it, it's a constant reminder of, hey, don't be stupid. Like, you don't need to rush into anything. Just yeah. live your life now, like – People who care about you care about you. You don't have to find mm. something else to validate you or to make you make you feel whole again. Um, and that was something that was like hard for me to acknowledge about myself. Mm. So the tattoo is like a, it's just a constant reminder, and it's like it's my baby. I love this <laughs> thing, um, and it's helped. It's really helped. It gets me like thinking and reminds me like why I got it and what it stands for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of there's a blur song, and the chorus is. I don't need anyone, but a little love would make things better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although like with that. a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess the one next to it. Uh, one, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one doesn't really have one to me.
1: The TV tattoo was um, a few years back. My family lost our house in a flood <laughs> mm-hmm. and we had to rebuild and we really didn't have really any money and everything was really stressful mm-hmm. and we just didn't know – what to do with our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were stuck and like, we thought we were screwed. And my mom was putting money aside to save me up concert tickets for my birthday for 21 pilots. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really didn't have the money for it whatsoever, but she really wanted that for me because she knew how much I loved them. Mm-hmm. And the tattoo really rec- rec- represents the sacrifice that she's made Yeah, with that. Like she did everything in her power to make sure I got to have that night. I got to have a good birthday. And mm-hmm. when I went I was, like, so emotional the entire show. <laughs> and then my favorite song by them is We Don't Believe What's On TV. Mm. And when they played that song, I just broke down. Like, broke down <laughs> and just cried my eyes out. Mm. And it was, like, one of the best feelings in my entire life, one of the yeah. best days of my entire life. And I wanted to always have that memory and my mom's sacrifice on my arm of that just to be, like, it's a, it's a good feeling to be, like, we came from nothing and you still did everything you could for yeah. me. And it's just a representation of, like, love and
0: sacrifice. Yeah. This is why I like asking you about tattoos because they're stories. Yeah, this one has nothing. It's just like. Yeah, I just got that
1: one. I was like, okay, cool.
0: (laughs) And that's also a thing, too. Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) They don't always have to have meaning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I haven't gotten any yet, but I plan on it. (laughs) What do you want? Um, So I always end the podcast with, like, the three things that shape my life philosophy Mm -hmm. uh and so it's love never fails it's going to be okay i might be wrong oh cool um and so i want to get those on my wrist just to like always be reminded of them Mm -hmm. um because it's one thing to just kind of like have it as a mantra it's another thing to like physically look at it and be like Mm -hmm. oh yes always remember that in this situation you should remember that love never fails and that it's going to be okay Mm -hmm. and and other situations, I don't Have I, I <laughs> <around>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely go for it. Like, they're they're fun to look at. They're good. And they're always good reminders. They are addicting, though. So once you get one, that's going to be it. Yeah, You're going to no, be... No. <laughs> you might be covered. Uh,
0: but. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, other stuff. Like, I am also the type of person that just, like, plans everything. Mm-hmm. Ahead Which you should. It's good. It's yeah, smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I know that I would want this. I know that... Uh, Sable and I, Sable's my fiance. Uh, Sable and I want to get like tattoos like for each other. Um, and maybe even have like constellations associated with each yeah. other. Um, I'm a very like science fiction uh-huh. person rather than like, you know, I, I wouldn't get like swords or, uh-huh. or whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever speaks to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the, I don't know there's like a normal or a a common tattoo aesthetic and I'm like not wanting that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but I don't know I think tattoos have grown over the years a bit more oh yeah like for sure it's not just like the sleeve with the tribal stuff it's like I mean you have like lemons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh definitely research your artist and they they're good. I think they're they definitely are a lot more common, which I love. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Um it's a lot more accepting to have them, but you do have to think about it cuz it's on you forever. It's like a yeah. big, it's a big commitment, yeah. but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I definitely say you should go for it. I think everyone needs at least one tattoo in their life. Sure.
0: <laughs> do you regret any?
1: Yes. <laughs> um I regret the, <laughs> my pinup girl one okay. a lot because they did not do it ex- at all the way I wanted it to be done mm. um it was the one time I truly researched an artist mm-hmm. of course ironically yeah um, and that can happen like you know people mess up it, it it's life um but I hate the line work of it uh, the color is completely off it's mm-hmm. supposed to be one cohesive color and mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> um, <laughs> and I do regret it I'm gonna get it fixed up as much as I can but if it can't be fixed I'm gonna I'm gonna remove it but all my other ones, I love. I love and yeah, I adore yeah. them.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it's also expensive, which is like yeah, but the it's, hard part—it's
1: on you forever. So if you think about it like yeah. that, it's it's a good price. Um, mm. And they're another artist too, so it's like yeah. support each other.
0: Yeah. What's the little monster there? <laughs> oh,
1: okay, so <laughs> this is from a game called Scalar, a PlayStation Two game that I grew up playing, and I was obsessed with it. And this is my favorite character from okay. him. Uh, he looks like a little gremlin boy, <laughs> <kinda>. <laughs> but uh, he's my last tattoo that I got and mm. I love him. I want to get like, I had another video game tattoo as well. I mean, I'm trying to get things like from my childhood or games like yeah. that or music, things like that I enjoyed a lot to kind of fill my body up. With. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like a storybook on your body. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So.
0: And that's that's a hurdle that I'm like waiting to see if I do because mm-hmm. it's like, it's one thing to have something on me that, like, oh, this represents me sort of originally. Mm -hmm. But then it's, like, here's something that someone else did that represents me. (laughs) Yeah. And, I'm like, I know that there are things that speak to me to that level that I would get a tattoo of it, but I'm, like, waiting to see when that would be.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's good to wait on things, too, because if I have a tattoo of everything that I want last year, um, I would hate myself. (laughs) You have to really put consideration, but... I don't know, whatever speaks to you, whatever feels right. If you do start getting them, I Mm -hmm. recommend starting with your legs first because I feel like that's more hidden. Mm -hmm. So if you do regret it, you don't (laughs) see it as much or it's not as, like, as obvious. Like, that's a good place to start, I feel.
0: I think it's also, like, places, like, jobs that are hiring people don't really care as much anymore.
1: Yeah, super nice. So, so, so (laughs) nice.
0: Um. But I still would probably never definitely do, like, a face tattoo or anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That You hard. have to really, really want that in order to get that. That's going to be yeah. – there's no hiding that.
0: There's <laughs> no. Or even, like, neck tattoos. Yeah.
1: Still, I like, like – I think they're cool, but a lot of places <laughs> – people are more accepting of it, but especially if you have a neck tattoo, people are kind of, like, scared of you. Um, yeah. Which, it sucks, but <laughs> that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I ever would go that far with my <laughs> tattoos. I'm not brave enough for that.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not either. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I kind of have sort of like a mental rule of I wouldn't really want to get anything on my back because like I want to be able to look at the art and appreciate mm-hmm. it, and I would just like forget that there's something back there. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you definitely do. And so it's like someone's like, "Oh, hey, the thing on your back." Like, Wait. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, sure. Oh, it happens. <laughs> it happens like
1: really with any placement. I have one on my shoulder, and I'm constantly like, I see it in the mirror, and I'm like, "Oh crap, what's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay." But I have them all over. Like I have a bug on my my ankle, mm. and like there's so many times where I see it, I'm like, "Oh crap!" And like freak out because I think it's an actual <laughs> bug. Like you forget about them
0: all the time, sure. But yeah.
1: especially if they're on your back, like <laughs> for sure. Oh, there's freaking
0: tarantula on my back. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I put a tarantula on my back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it, does, it does get you sometimes, especially when you just get the tattoo because, like, it's just not, like, hasn't really processed oh, your yeah, head. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I have new ink. <laughs> <sighs> I do that all the time. That and you run into everything all of a sudden when you get new tattoos and that's just.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you, so, like, do you, for certain shoots, do you try and, like, cover up certain tattoos if it doesn't, like, work with the aesthetic that you're going for?
1: Uh, not exactly. I have 13 tattoos and they're decent size, so I can't I can't do regular modeling as easily, but I also can't do like tattoo modeling because I don't have enough. So I'm like in that weird <laughs> middle ground. Yeah. So it doesn't really so much add or take away from photos because I have mm-hmm. like a decent amount. But like my little gremlin boy over here, he mm-hmm. uh, I did one shoot and my leg was up and that made the photo look kind of weird. So I probably should have covered him up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like three days old, so I kind of really yeah. couldn't do much. I couldn't do anything over him. Um, but for the most part, like people don't really care. People sometimes like to showcase them. I have one on my hand and mm-hmm. I have a lot of people when I model it, a lot of people want me to have either that on my face or kind of out towards the camera yeah, yeah. to kind of show that off. Um, we just kind of use them, I guess, to an advantage of not, they're just, they're just there.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, like, cause if you're trying to say something in the image and it's like, but this has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure it's like the little gremlin boy definitely messed up that one photo that we took because it just completely killed the entire mood of the photo but he's my baby so yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's okay fine. i love him
0: <laughs> and i mean i guess you could photoshop it but then it's like yeah
1: mm. <laughs> i i have one photo on my instagram where i photoshop uh, my gerald tattoo right here mm-hmm. i photoshopped him on myself because i just don't like having photos myself without them like other people i like they probably don't care but for me it's like it's a part of my body, and, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine myself without my tattoos sure, now. Yeah. So I like to have them in the photos, but, like, when other people take photos of me, I don't – I don't know. We don't really ever talk about it, but – Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. I mean, maybe they should, but, like – Yeah, do, maybe. Do they ever just, like, you know, put a photo that they modeled for, and you're like, where are my tattoos?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would, like uh, – if they actually ever took them out, I would be really upset. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I would be like, <laughs> hey, like, where's – uh <laughs> where are they at, like – I get it. Like, people have different visions and they want things to look a certain sure, way. Yeah. Um, and there are other models that could could work with. Um, I enjoy modeling. But if it comes to that, I would rather not do it. Because sure. I love my tattoos. Like, they yeah, are a yeah. part of me. It's like it's like a package deal. Like, they're, they're here. They're going to be in this. Or I'm not going to be in this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. in this. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I think it's like, what about piercings? I don't think I could do piercings. But, like, really? why?
1: Do you like any <laughs> piercings?
0: Um... I mean, I think the, like, nose ring uh-huh. thing on the side is really cool. Um, I, do, I wouldn't do it for myself, but, like, uh, Sable has, like, a fake one that she puts in mm-hmm. occasionally if she feels like it, and I'm, like. Man. spice it up. Yeah, they're yeah. cute. The like, <laughs> nose rings are, like, the cutest. I love those. Yeah, yeah. So, like, why, I guess?
1: Uh, another self-expression thing. Same reason why tattoos dye my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, they're fun. Just, like, spice up your look. Uh mm-hmm. You can take it out. It's yeah, fine. Sure. Minor, my, my nose over here is stretched, so I have, like, a really bad scar. But, like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's fun to put in because I'm like, hey, look. Like, this. it, it just changes your look. Like, it just yeah, yeah. makes things if – you, if you ever, like, want to look different, it just makes you look different. Yeah. It's just an add-on, if you will, I
0: guess. <laughs> I guess it's more like – because I don't even have, like, my ears pierced. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want more holes in my body than <laughs> I'm supposed to have. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good – Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. And one of my good friends had like gauges at one point mm-hmm. and then he like grew out of it. And now he has like the floppy, floppy ear thing. ears.
1: Yeah. Like, ah, dang. That, that does suck. It <laughs> depends like what size you go and how fast you do. I had mine stretched too. So I, mm. that's why I only really wear hoops cause I just like my hoops just like spin around in my ear. Everything else kind of goes through it. Sure. But you gotta be <laughs> careful, really careful with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least the like scene kid thing only was like a short <laughs> amount of time. Oh god.
1: <laughs> that was a that was a dark time in life. <laughs> my whole scene phase.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did it, but I wasn't even really a part of it, but uh I just straightened my hair. <laughs> you straightened. Yeah,
1: one. you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
0: uh, I've never dyed my hair though. Really? So, yeah.
1: Any reason mm-hmm. why?
0: I don't mind my hair color. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what's your natural hair color?
1: Brown. I have light brown hair.
0: Sure. But <laughs> I haven't had
1: that color in probably like seven years. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's personal preference, but like I like the color of your hair. Like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, like it, yeah. you feel good with it. Right. This, then yeah, just keep it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's cheaper to keep it too.
0: <laughs> sure. Um. And I don't like. I just like. Shampoo and conditioner and people are like, Oh, I love your hair. So mm-hmm. I'm like, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it works. Yeah, it works for you. That's good. That's more than yeah.
0: enough. Um, but I've never or even like because I do cosplay and uh different color contacts. Like I mm-hmm. hate wearing contacts. Yeah. So, um maybe it's the type of contacts, or maybe it's just I'm I'm bad at putting them <laughs> in. So by the time that <laughs> I put them me? in, yeah. they're like you know all gross and dirty and so it's i'm just like dealing with that in my eyes all day um but i don't know i've been pretty okay with like how i look and i don't really Mm. i haven't felt the need to like do something else
1: yeah good good i
0: don't know yeah some
1: people are just content i just i get bored so easy that's that's just like different different preferences yeah yeah when you do get your contacts though, do you get them like kind of like the black market type of thing or do you actually like, go to an eye doctor Oh, and no, get them? no, no,
0: no. I just uh, like so this weekend I was cosplaying as Levi from Attack on Titan who has bluish gray eyes. I did blue, but like mm-hmm. they're just like cosplay contacts, just colored contacts. All right. And even though I wear glasses, I actually haven't gone to the eye doctor in like six years <laughs> no that's not good no it's not good um but like so i don't even remember what my sh- prescription is and so it's just like that's eh, probably
1: why they just, hurt yeah. your eyes are like what is this like what is this for an object or if it's like not sized yeah, yeah, properly <laughs>
0: oh,
1: no it's like,
0: not... yeah no I'm...
1: go do that go go set an appointment yeah but i'm poor <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: a big mood i feel that yeah
0: <laughs> i Spent a lot of money this weekend at the convention, so I'm... Eh. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, what's like your go-to hair color, though? Blue. Yeah.
1: Um, hence, my, <laughs> hence my name. name yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> uh, yeah, blue or pink. It's like my go-to's, but it's typically blue. <laughs> so. uh,
0: what's something that you haven't done it? Or Ooh, done I've done everything. <laughs> <though>? <laughs> I think the only
1: <laughs> color I haven't fully done is lime green Mm -hmm. or lime green and yellow Mm -hmm. everything else i've done i've done rainbow i've done patterns i've done Mm
0: -hmm. every
1: color solidly i've done my bangs every color at a solid point (laughs) but i've been dying my hair for like a decade though so yeah i had a lot of time to experiment
0: right well how do you like how is it not destroyed
1: you know that's a good question (laughs) um i have no idea really uh my hair grows super slow uh which that part sucks but Mm. i cut it decently often like it's kind of bob. Typically, I'm actually about to cut it again. And that kind of helps a little bit. Uh,
0: I have no clue. Honestly, (laughs) I
1: I wish I knew. I use a lot of vegan dyes a lot, too, or, like, plant-based things. Okay, yeah. So, like, that's better on your hair, Mm -hmm. but...
0: It probably, like, washes out mm-hmm. fast. Like, I've had hair, like,
1: come out in clumps before. Like, when I first started doing my hair, I ble- double-bleached it, or I would dye it with, like, box dyes, and my hair would, like, come out, like, in yeah, giant yeah. clumps. And that was, that was bad. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't bleach it twice. Now I don't do that. And now it kind of stays intact. So that's mm-hmm. good. That's good with me. If it falls out, then I'll just buy wigs. It's, you know. Sure. But... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or you could do, like, you know, the buzzed head look for a while. and it's...
1: I thought about it, but I have a real big head. So I just <laughs> think that's going to look like I'm going to look like an egg. And I don't, See, I don't know if I, I want that. <laughs>
0: so in high school, like my sophomore year, I had, like, a buzz cut. Really? And I think that everyone feels nervous about, like, oh, like, I can't do, like, the mm. shaved head thing. But, like, everyone, I think everyone would look fine with any hairstyle just because it eventually just becomes that hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And so like, it doesn't matter like who you are. You could probably like go completely bald mm-hmm. and you'd just be like, yeah, no, work. that's just them now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess you get used to it. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. what you see. And it's what you notice. It's like, all right. Yeah. Um, I am a firm believer too that. Like confidence. You can pull anything off with confidence. Exactly. Anything.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, Cause I, I also did the opposite and like by my senior year of high school, my hair came like down to like the middle of my back.
1: Wow. Um,
0: and so when my hair was really fast, uh, but uh, I don't know, like I liked how I looked then, but I also didn't mind how I looked with a buzz cut. So it's like people just get used to it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you just get used to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, after dyeing your hair, do you ever, like, startle yourself in the mirror? Like, oh, crap. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> because I forget I dye it sometimes, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's 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 orange right now. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, the, I think my biggest issue with it is it stains everything. Like, my uh, tub and my yeah. sink and, like, my counter. Oh, my God, my counter.
0: Oh, my poor
1: <laughs> counter. Uh Other than that, like, I don't really – I don't know. There's some times where I'm, like, it, it does – freak me out or like i'm like i forget that i died other than that like it doesn't really yeah. i don't know, think about it
0: you died specifically for shoots
1: yes <laughs> yeah which isn't also good for your hair because sure. i like strip it after and i'm like oh no so i'm trying not to like dye it right now but it's killing me like i hate the way it looks right now it's That's cool eating me away <laughs>
0: um blue well, thank you for this <laughs> thank you plug your stuff where can we find you on all the things
1: uh, my Twitter is little Lorette. Uh, Lorette's L I R E T T E underscore, uh, and my Instagram is little over my head. L I L for little.
0: Mm. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, um, and if you won't say it, I will. But Blue takes really awesome pictures Aww. of everyone and herself, and it's just like really good. So Aww, check it out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like. A great variety of stuff and there's really good, just really good everything. Check it out. (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so once again, I'm Santiago Ramones.
1: I'm Blue Lorette.
0: You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. Uh, You can download my demo, Songs with Words, for free or you can pay money for it. I'm playing a show. Well, so today's, this goes up on Thursday. So I'm playing a show tomorrow all of a sudden uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, at 51st Street Speakeasy with the Sweet Talkers and Don't Tell Dina. Hmm. Um, so go check that out. Music starts at 10. I'm not sure what the cover is, but <laughs> uh, pay money to support local music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then what's the next show that I'm doing? It's. <laughs> July nineteenth at the Patriarch in Edmond. That'll start at eight, um, and that'll I'll be there for like two hours. So that's a lot of music too. <laughs> um, and you should check out uh, Solstice Cosplay, uh, probably on YouTube, but also on Instagram, Solstice underscore Cosplay, uh, which is where uh, I perform and do. make music and audio for solstice cosplay which we just performed at akon and we will perform at tokyo and tulsa so there's all that (laughs) i was on my podcast my three things they shape my life philosophy those three things are love never fails it's going to be okay i might be wrong